Just getting everything started going, guys. <laughs> I will be taking your calls. Some of you already on hold. I am James Hake. This is the Hake Report. It's 9.03 a.m. U.S. Pacific Standard Time. It's Tuesday, January 26th, 2020. On the Jason Lee Peterson Show, it was Country and Western Tuesday, and we enjoyed the uh, appearance, a whole lot of racket out there. We enjoyed the appearance of, what's his name? The great Bill Lockwood, until his battery died. <laughs> Interesting show today. Are we live? Let me just make sure that we are. I think we are. I did see that Periscope is going. Maybe I need to turn off my Wi-Fi. We should be going on, um, we should be going on, uh, Twitch, Facebook, DLive, Periscope, Trovo. Let me just turn off my Wi-Fi because sometimes the Wi-Fi is no good. I'm going to be talking about, are we really, are we going or are we having any problems? Do you know? Can you tell? Because I have no indication that we're streaming right now. But yet, I saw that we were, but are we? What a mess. And I'm connected to this thing, right? I mean, I see the periscope is going, press 1 if you see me, guys, press 1 if you see me. And then if you don't, then you're not even going to be able to tell me anything. I'm getting the indication that we are live on Facebook. Live on YouTube, Periscope, DLive, and Trovo. What a mess. What is going on? D Live is fine. Yeah, I think I do see the ones over here. It's it's a bit distracting because my uh, my internet is not connected apparently on my uh, laptop. But I will be touching on. Did you know that it's one year since Kobe died? Kobe Bryant, that basketball player. <laughs> uh, tennis, is that what it was? Um, yeah, and so his wife, his daughter died too. And did you know there was seven other people who died? Wow. And the wife was like, how, how did this happen to such amazing people? I don't think that's a direct quote, but that's according to TMZ. Interesting, huh? What a mess. This is so distracting. Um, speaking of amazing people, some girls, and I do think that they were black, and I'm profiling based on the sound of their voice and their dialect. <laughs> they sounded like such cute little girls, but they uh, apparently committed a murder. And I don't know if it was a fight or if it was an attack. Crazy. Over at a Walmart in Louisiana. Clark, I mean, in Charles, I think Charles County. I told you about it in Hague News. What a mess. Um, Joe Biden pretending he wants unity. What a phony. Everything about these people is so phony. Anthony Fauci is the doctor whom Trump let stay on the so-called coronavirus task force. And now he's gushing. He was a Hillary Clinton fanboy, according to his, uh, his emails to the Hillary Clinton people, right? When she was Secretary of State back in 2012, 2013. Benghazi situation, right? Also known as uh, a weak male. And now he's all gushing and kissing up to uh, that lesbian who's the star 
host of MSLSD, MSDNC, uh, whatever her name is. What a mess. Let me just make sure that I'm, maybe make sure that I'm on the restream thing. <sighs> yeah, I don't know what's going on. Am I logged into the right thing? I think I am. Let me just see. Yeah. And are we streaming on the... We're streaming on the Hake stuff, right? Yeah, the Hake report. How bizarre. Let me try to Google ASDF. Make sure I am online. Yeah, Google is working. Google is evil, by the way. But restream, I'm experiencing technical issues. But I do see your chats. And I see the Trovo chat going a little bit. And I see... Facebook and Periscope and YouTube D live. So I'm just gonna assume that we are going and it's a safe assumption Yeah, Biden's pulling all sorts of things and alienating people Which is fine. I mean, that's their fault for supporting him. Mike Lindell banned on Twitter That's the my pillow guy who supports President Trump and he's a Christian guy um, uh, Speaking of people banned on Twitter Lynn Wood, who got banned on Twitter for being a little bit, let's say, in my opinion, I felt he was a bit nutty. He turned a bit nutty. I don't know if he just got mad and went a little off the deep end or what what happened with him. But he got fired by Nicholas Sandman. That's the Covington Catholic School boy. And that boy, he's become a tool of the rhinos, to be honest. He became Team Mitch, because he's from Kentucky, and Mitch McConnell, the chief rhino of all rhinos is like a total backstabber of President Trump and this young man who's 18 now I believe maybe 19 actually uh, Nicholas Sandman is on Team Mitch wow what a shame and so I'm not really on his side nor am I on Lynn Wood's side I mean I like both of them because Lynn Wood got him a bunch of money from CNN and Washington Compost, who smeared this young man for smirking, smiling, two years ago, um, at that Indian guy, Indian guy, American Indian guy. Crazy. Anyway, all that in your calls, 888-775-3773. Quite a few clips to get to today. And pictures and different things. Biden is ridiculous. Trump... Established the office of the former president. Nice. And actually, I think every former president has an office of the former president, interestingly. And he is fighting for America, too, I think. So, that's cool. Let's get on with the show. Fine. Uh, blessed and praying says on Periscope Nick, as in Nicholas Sandman, also tweeted that there was no election fraud, as if he really investigated it thoroughly. Yeah. And according to Google, which is 
a reliable source. <laughs> there was none. Right, guys? Right? My internet is all messed up. I cannot even see your chats anymore. It just went blank. So I'm in the dark as to what you're saying, everybody. What a mess. So, but that doesn't stop me from showing you guys some interesting things. You know, Vogue, the far left enemy of America magazines, Vogue, People, Time, everything else, Life. Well, Life, I don't even know if they exist anymore. But they are always like pro everything evil. And I think that they may have always have been because liberals tend to be ridiculous. And they tend to run these outlets, organizations, and mess like that. Well, according to, um, I guess this came up on, uh, on, uh, Instagram. It's not an according to. They have this picture of Barack and Michelle Obama looking so goofy. And I had to show you this picture because it's just silly. Barack and Michelle Obama... And it's shared by Vogue magazine. And I guess this was inauguration day of Joe Biden. Barack wearing this black mask. Michelle wearing this black mask. And they're dressed up all nice with their nice coats. Barack wearing the trench coat like he's from the trench coat mafia. And Michelle wearing a maroon trench coat with his huge belt buckle like she's from the trench coat mafia. And they're acting like they're, I don't know, it's just shallow. It's very shallow. I had to share that picture with you. Vogue supports evil. Teen Vogue may be even worse. They are very active on Twitter, and they promote everything evil, and they're promoted to teenagers. It's disgusting. Speaking of teenagers, I have to show you this clip. I told you guys about this in Hake News. At the um, end of hour one of the Jesse Lee Peterson show today, according to, I got it from Drudge. I happened to look at Drudge yesterday. Sometimes I go days on end. Multiple days of Hake news without even looking at Drudge anymore. Somehow I got a little turned off because they seemed to be, to turn more like, it doesn't seem like the old Drudge anymore. But... Four teenagers, well, actually, one of them is 12, two of them 13, one 14, were arrested. One of them, one of the 13 teenagers, 13 year olds, teenagers, girls, charged with, well, you could call them young women now, right? According to the Jews, we're adults at 12. And I kind of like that thing where um, people are forced to become mature early and not be coddled and turned into babies forever. But they seem to be encouraging people to be immature throughout their 30s and 40s and 50s and 60s. Uh, Look at Joe Biden. He's 78 years old and still immature, completely immature. But these girls committed a murder, allegedly. One of them, the 13-year-old, charged with second-degree murder, and the other is charged with, like, an accessory to murder or something along those lines. At a Walmart, 7.30 p.m. That is after dark in these times. It's winter right now. But 7.30 p.m. on a Saturday, they go after this 15-year-old girl 
One of them steals a knife from the Walmart, inside the Walmart, in the kitchen aisle, whatever, grabs it. Maybe she borrowed it without asking. And, kind of like what happened to the election, it was borrowed without asking, and then they didn't give it back. <laughs> it was not stolen, guys. It's a joke. But, here is this clip of what went on with those people. Um, listen to this clip. Most I got it from a young man who runs a YouTube channel. His name is Joseph Morris. Walmart stabbing in Louisiana. The video. It's a face. It was in Facebook and Instagram live stream. This was done live on video. Fifteen-year-old girl murdered. Well, she was mortally wounded because she was taken to the hospital and died there. But listen to this video and watch it. It is going to be completely like blurred out, pixelated because it's protecting the minors because they are minors and they haven't been found guilty yet but listen to this dialogue I think that they're black girls but I'm not sure <laughs> you can tell me I'm chuckling about this but it's evil listen to this and watch what would you say I have a Man, I need my mate. There's a video stream froze temporarily. That is so country. Who? Lil' Nan, I'm coming for so. Jamaica, we are at. Jamaica, we're coming with them too. They're Complain. No, it's not here. Yeah. Dindu? Yeah. They all say, why are you not the only one? Go to bed. Not at Walmart. Home. Y'all going to the movie? You the yeah! <laughs> Put the phone back on the charger. How much percent you? <laughs> yeah, we're about to come out. So is my Sound like so cute, uh, high, little high pitched child voices cussing and stuff. Oh my lord, Jesus Christ! <laughs> but they killed somebody, and I've I remember reading a an anonymous open letter from I believe I got it, I saw it on American Renaissance, amren.com. It was shared by Jared Taylor. About an, a, a defense lawyer, right? A public defender who talked about how so many of these black young people who are committing these crimes and getting themselves into trouble, 
not only are they not showing up to court and not having sense in general, they also just don't see other people as if they're not kin, if they're not uh, their friends or family, and even if they are sometimes, then they basically are just might as well be animals or less. They'll stomp people and stab people and kill one another, and it's like nothing. You heard them talking, she just stabbed somebody in Walmart. And this uh, 15-year-old girl died. I don't know what the 15-year-old girl did to them. It sounded like, according to news reports, yeah, Joel says, these aren't kids nowadays. Their innocence has gone way sooner. But it's just wild. And I think that those were black girls. But <laughs> I don't know what type of girl who lost, who lost her life, who died, whether she was black or white or what. But this degenerate culture is coming down on us big time. They want to spread this to the other races too. The degeneracy that you're seeing in the blacks is spreading to the other races a bit. What a mess. It's terrible. It's pretty disturbing, huh? I'm glad that that person bleeped like, and, and uh, basically, you didn't see one, you barely saw like a hint of legs and feet <laughs> going in the whole video. Sick. It's crazy. But that is uh, 12 years old, 13 years old, 14 years old. Those girls did that. It's wild. Pretty crazy. No, it's not spreading to the other races? Is that what you're saying, El Moses? I think that, I mean, each, each race, each, uh, each group of people with their different cultures and stuff, they do have different uh, manifestations of the anger, different symptoms from the anger. That's true. That is true. So I don't think we're gonna, you're going to see quite the level of savagery from some of the races. They'll just, like, self-destruct. They'll get hooked on the opioids and stuff like that, right? Very true. Fair point, I guess. It's kind of irrelevant because the eagle is going to consume us anyways. That's wild. That's, those are amazing people, huh? crazy. Meanwhile, you have Joe Biden talking about unity, how we're going to have unity in the country. Joe Biden is not a unifier. President Trump was a unifier. He also divided people because the country already is divided. Evil people against people who are trying to be for what's right or people who are on the side of what's right, but they're not like living it. A few people are living it. He talked about how to have unity in the country. And people are pretending that, oh, this is a relief from all the rancor and division in the country, as if that's Trump's fault, or if that's Trump supporters' fault. Give me a break. Or if Trump, his attacks on the media were unfounded. No. The media has been constantly attacking real Americans. And that includes President Trump. Sleazy people. Here is President Joe Biden, and then I will get to some calls and other stuff. I, I am seeing the chat again, by the way, if you didn't pick up on that. Here is 
Joe Biden, according to, he was giving a speech, right? It's some 30-minute Q&A session. He signed an executive order and delivered remarks on manufacturing. And here he is answering a question about unity. This is clip 12, I believe. Unity requires you eliminate the vitriol. <laughs> this phony guy. The one who said back in 2012, I think, or whatever, he said, the Republicans want to put y'all back in chains. <laughs> Here is Joe Biden. Listen to him talking about how to bring unity, this communist guy. Listen to this. Unity requires you to take away, eliminate the vitriol. Make anything that you disagree with about the other person's personality or their lack of integrity or they're not decent legislators and the like. So we have to get rid of that. And I think that's already beginning to change, but God knows where things go, number one. Uh, Unity also is trying to reflect what the majority of the American people, Democrat, Republican, Independent, think is within the fulcrum of what needs to be done to make their lives and the lives of Americans better. Oh, yeah. That's a good idea. This guy is so phony. Eliminate the vitriol. Yes, we can address people based on their bad character. There is, yeah, he's saying nothing, <laughs> according to Chris, which is true. But he's an empty person, shallow. He's, yeah, word vomit, according to pronounce it. Yeah, but listen to what he's saying. He's saying stuff that's not true. You can and should call people evil who are evil. There's this rule, there's these rules in Congress where you're not supposed to impugn the character of fellow elected officials or something like that. And I honestly think that that rule should be thrown out the window right now by at least, at least by the decent people. Maybe I shouldn't, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Remember back in, during the Obama administration, he gave some State of the Union address talking about illegal aliens will not get Obamacare. I think he said that, right? And then Joe Wilson, who was a congressman at the time from, I forget which state, he said, liar, you lie. <laughs> and there were all these things. There was all this murmuring as he said, liar. He shouted it. And he was right. And it turned out that he was lying because indeed people, illegal aliens did get Obamacare in many cases. Obama doesn't tell the truth. He, was a, he came in lying. And he left lying, and they pretend that Trump is a liar, and he's not. CNN, of all people, says this, say that Trump is a liar. So these people, you should, you can and should say, no, you are wrong and you are evil. And these, same, these Democrats are such, you know, rules for thee and not for me. We all know this. Oh, you're racist, you're racist, you're racist. Which is worse than calling somebody the N-word, because if people believe that you're racist... Then they hate you, they deplatform you, they f- fire you, they don't el- re-elect you, all kinds of mess, right? The f- phony brainwashing about racism. It's worse than the N-word. Call- being called racist is worse than being called the N-word. If you say the N-word, you get in trouble. If you get called racist, you still get in trouble. <laughs> it's Jim Crow against whites, right? So Biden is phony. Racist, sexist, anti-gay as they say. And then the other thing is he wants mob rule by the masses of useful idiots. 
and he want and he's touted the unrelenting stream of immigrants and people like me, white people, we're going to become a minority, and that's not a bad thing. <laughs> and so those people come from socialist countries that push socialism and anti-whiteness, and then we have like the whole establishment that's anti-white, anti-Christian, sick. So yeah, unity is is majority rule. Thank you, Biden, phony Joe Biden. By the way, I saw there is some Biden fallout. I saw some tweets from from uh, a union, this union called L I U N A. Liuna, Liuna, feel the power. Some dumb union, right? And they tweeted back. I guess after they thought that they elected President Joe Biden, and I'm putting that in air quotes. They tweeted, together we helped push Joe Biden and Kamala Harris over the top, and we helped elect many pro-union, pro-labor, and pro-family, I don't know how they figure they're pro-family, candidates to office. When you, Liuna votes 2020. Victory. Well, just a little bit later, with their still communist imagery and propaganda. They're complaining after Joe Biden canceled the pipeline, the Keystone XL pipeline. Pipeline construction, they tweeted, has been a lifeline for many Liuna members across the country. The anticipated decision to cancel the Keystone pipeline will kill thousands of good playing, good paying union jobs. Pipelines are lifelines. Hashtag energy. And, by the way, that imagery of pro-energy and pro-natural gas, it just looks communist. What's wrong with these unions? They were corrupt from the start. And I heard that MLK was pro-union, by the way. Martin Luther King Jr. Shameful. I think we knew from the start that these unions were phony. Joe Biden's not fixing anything. He tweeted back in October about the the so-called scamdemic. Plandemic. <laughs> He's, he tweeted, quote, and he's complaining about Trump. This is a few weeks before the election, right? October 15th. He tweeted, we're eight months into this pandemic, and Donald Trump still doesn't have a plan to get this virus under control. I do. <laughs> yeah, okay. And then it comes out in the Washington Examiner, reported several days ago, the 22nd. A few days ago, Washington Examiner reports and quotes Joe Biden as saying, quote, there is nothing we can do to change the trajectory of the pandemic in the next several months. What a lying sleaze. So he pretended to have a plan and then he said, actually, we can't do anything over the next several months. All of a sudden, he wants to be patient with himself, but not with President Trump, real President Trump. Trump has been calling to open the schools and open everything else, open businesses, since like two or, th- two or three or four weeks into the commie shutdowns that he never really, sh- I don't think, should have agreed to. What a mess. I'm going to get to creepy, cackling Kamala Harris. I like to say Kamala Harris because I know, I know too many Kamalas and some of them are decent. <laughs> so Kamala Harris, cackling Kamala Harris. 
and other items. Dr. Fauci, phony Dr. Fauci, Hillary Clinton fangirl. Yes, I called him a girl. <laughs> I know too many Kamala's. <laughs> so many Indians in our country, American and in- no, India Indians. And some of them are nice. Some of them are decent. There's one from who was running against uh, the American Indian, Pocahontas, the fake Pocahontas, um, over in, I think, Massachusetts. He was on the Jesse Lee Peterson show. He debunked the ridiculous Parix climate accords and other things. Anyway, um, I got Craig from Illinois on the line. He wants to comment on this Walmart incident. Yeah, it is. It is. That's her name. <laughs> right, I know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Craig from Illinois, how are you doing? What's up? Hey, hey, how you doing, sir? I'm doing fine. Nice to hear from you. Hey, nice to hear from you as well, man. I was just uh, devastated about that news that uh, went down with those uh, young ladies up in Walmart. Yeah. That goes to show you how terrible the parents did uh, raising them. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised it didn't hit the national news, but yeah. I think it may, it may yet, it may yet, because it hit Drudge, and it was reported Uh, in, the report that I read was from New York, Fox 5 mm -hmm. New York, and it took place all the way down in Louisiana, so it may yet hit the national news, but they were, I do believe that they were black suspects who did it, based on their sound of their voice, don't you think that they sounded kind of black? Um, oh, yeah, they were, they were ghetto as heck. Yeah, I mean, they were ghetto. <laughs> that is true. But didn't you think that they sounded kind of like cute? They're like, with their high-pitched no. voices all talking all fast. <laughs> Jameer, quite <laughs> no, well. They, <laughs> they from the hood, bro. Right. <laughs> yeah, wow. man, it's... It, it's terrible, man, uh, how society is, man. And, yeah. again, they probably want to blame Trump for them going into that Walmart, <laughs> grabbing <laughs> that knife, and, 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 and stabbing that young lady. It's just sad, man. It's sad. Right. You know? And I'm but sure that young lady a, was a piece of work herself, right? But she, Oh, yeah. I mean, didn't nobody evil. see nothing happening? No one was, you know, trying to intervene. I guess they were scared. Yeah. But, again... Walmart's probably going to get sued for having those knives out there. You watch what I tell you. Yeah. <laughs> this out-of-control behavior is only going to result in a clampdown on the decent people. They never really yeah. address the real issues, these people you that know, are I, in charge. I would like to see what CNN will say about this. You know, that radical uh, evil man, uh, Don Lemon. You know, yeah. he would probably take their side. Oh, they're good students. They're in doctor school. Yeah. You know, trying to complete their studies and all that stuff. I know it's med school, but I'm just being sarcastic. But still, you know, yeah. they're, they're, they're going to probably cover for them because they're black. But that's sad, man. Yeah. You know, you know and imagine and the parents feeling right now about her daughter being lost, you know. Right. Whoever, you know. So. Yeah. Sad. It's wild. And just imagine, like, Portland, Oregon, for example. An out-of-control city, and it's been out of control for years, maybe decades, honestly. But it's, like, yeah. way, way worse than it's, than it's been, maybe. And they have this weak, so-called white uh, mayor, Ted Wheeler, who he himself is getting physically assaulted by Antifa and other, like, people who are sick of these mask mandates and 
and coronavirus restrictions and pr promoting the Black Lives Matter lies and stuff. This guy, he's getting at his old condo building. Windows were being broken, fires were being started in his old condominium that he was inside of. And so he had to move. And then mm -hmm. earlier this month, Antifa, some guy, Antifa Black Lives Matter, swatted at him and made physical contact. And then he had to pepper spray a guy who got in his face with a, uh, with a uh, camera, talking about, hey, you weren't wearing your mask in that pub that you were doing with a, with a uh, fellow former mayor. And so he pepper sprayed the guy and then gave him a bottle of water. <laughs> but he's lucky that he doesn't get killed because these people are really out of control all over the country. Yeah, yeah it's a mess. Out of control. Yeah. Oh, man. It's, it's sad. Hey, hey, I have a question for you. Are you still in disbelief about the election? Because I know I am. I just can't believe what's going on. I'm trying to still wake myself up. It's, it's a dream. <laughs> right. God help us all, man, because this man in office right now is terrible, man. He's evil. Yeah, he really is. And so is his so-called vice president, Kamala Harris, who I don't think is is uh, even qualified by birth to be vice president, much right. less sen yeah. or even senator as she was. Um, yeah. Yeah, she's like... I'm going to show you a clip of her just being silly, but these people are f phony, unqualified, and yet they get voted for. And he's been in office oh, yeah. for decades. It's like, I don't, yeah. I don't, I guess we've been a long decline to elect a male like this. And we've only w witnessed him over the last 47 years go along with the flow of, of uh, degeneration of our values and morals. Because I don't think he was pro-LGBTQIA stuff, at least not this extreme, back when he yeah. first entered office, but he went right along with the flow. What a sick person. Yeah, yeah. both of them sick. And, she's, and what she had on, she had on that purple and gold. You know what that stands for, right? N no. <laughs> like one of the characters from Ronald McDonald Club. So. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Yeah, man. I can picture that guy. I don't know that. I don't remember his name. That's funny. Oh, yeah. yeah but, yeah, man, I'm, I'm about to Grimace. get off here, man, so the other colors can go in and talk All right. to you. But thanks for taking my call. Y'all be blessed, man. All right. Thank you, Craig. Take care. Okay. All right. Uh, let me get to Russ. Oh, Russ, hang up. Maybe that's a, maybe that's a good thing. <laughs> 47 years of nothing. Frauds are never qualified, says Rob Bolden. Yeah, these people are nuts. If she was a white girl, whites would most likely not burn down anything. You know, over in um, Amsterdam and other places in uh, Holland, the Netherlands, there are, the past three days, three nights, I guess, there have been riots, attacks on cops, throwing stuff, setting things on fire, looting stores. And I don't think that... I was told that the Netherlands is a white country, and I know some people who are Dutch or Dutch Indonesian or whatever. And the Dutch part is, I guess, white. They speak Dutch, which is not to be confused with Deutsch. And I heard that actually those people, some of them went down to South Africa and started South Africa um, a couple of centuries ago or a few centuries ago, right? But... Over there, there's been riots, and I look at the pictures of the riots. Mm, I don't know if those are all white. 
who are just tearing apart the city there. And they're protesting against the lockdown. I sympathize with being against the lockdowns, right? But I don't sympathize with um, destroying stuff. It's so counterproductive. There's a guy who's calling them the scum of the earth, one of the mayors in one of those Dutch cities who's like this... He's considered a center-right person. He's probably pretty far left, probably some equivalent of a rhino, of a, like a Mitch McConnell. Who knows? 64-year-old uh, mayor. Ridiculous. But it's out of control, these uh, riots and things. And the COVID hype is a mess over here. Did you hear my Hake News segment at the end of hour two of the Jesse Lee Peterson show? In Las Vegas, Las Vegas moves to reopen schools and rise amid a rise in student suicides. Talking about kids killing one another, they're also killing themselves. A nine-year-old, I think, committed a suicide over in Las Vegas. Why would you commit suicide in Las Vegas? I love Las Vegas. <laughs> I mean, I guess you can get miserable anyway, right? Actually, I think that there are a lot of miserable people in Las Vegas. Uh, but Breitbart reported, and uh, Business Insider, too, it's the fifth largest school district in America, according to the district themselves on their Twitter. But as of December, Clark County, Nevada, that's the county that includes Vegas, Las Vegas, the district in La- which is Las Vegas, Nevada, had 18 student suicides compared to nine in the prior year. So nine student suicides one year. 18, the year of the COVID lockdowns, the commie virus lockdowns. And so this Clark County superintendent named Jesus Jara, I think is how he pronounces his name, or at least the media pronounced his name. Jesus Jara, Dr. Jesus Jara. I don't know what type of doctorate this guy has, but he's the superintendent of this school district. Superintendent. He said, when we started to see the uptick in children taking their lives, we knew it wasn't just the COVID numbers we need to look at anymore. We need, (laughs) this this wording is is silly, weird. Uh, We have to find a way to put our hands on our kids, to see them, to look at them, he said. They're planning to allow schools to bring back high-need students. What type of parenting is this? The, The schools are providing what's called emotional support, mental health sessions, mental health sessions, schools. This is a bad direction that we've been going a long time, turning away from such, so communist, right? Turning away from parents, fathers, uh, Christians, pastors, Christian counselors or whatever, right? I don't, I even think Christian counselor is sort of a newfangled thing. Uh, to schools providing mental health sessions and psychologists and psychiatrists pretending that they now believe in science and secularism over a religion and suicides are probably high, as high or, as, or higher than they were back when we were a religious country, a Christian country, right? Women under feminism are way more miserable today than they ever have been, right? Is from, from what I understand. They're so-called mental health because spiritually they're a mess. I've heard that, yeah, supposedly crime went down from, from the 90s to today. When you compare the 90s during the crack, so-called crack epidemic, 
to today when you compare them, supposedly like the murders are are way worse back then. And I think that's probably true, but the spirit is way more evil today than it was back then. Because murders is just one symptom of the issue. And I think that the violence and the evil is way worse today than it was in the early 90s or the 80s when the murders were through the roof, right? When they were a bunch of super predators, super predators, no conscience, no empathy, roaming the streets. Because I think that was like leftover uh, corrupted masculinity. But now the masculine people are turning feminine, feminine, feminized, killing themselves, self-destructing. Yeah, today is still way higher than the 40s, 50s, 60s. And it's not just because of the population difference. Per capita, it's way worse. I remember reading a report that the murders of, in California between like 1953 or whenever Tukey Williams and those founders of the Crips or whatever were born to like 75 or whenever like they were captured or one of them executed, whatever. It, it rose like six times per capita, or maybe three times per capita. The murders and the degeneracy is through the roof. It's really evil. But they're going no longer f- from to fathers or parents, mothers and fathers, no longer to the, the Christian leaders, because the Christian leaders are no Christians and they're no leaders <laughs> for the most part, right? Principals and teachers will evaluate Social-emotional needs of students here in this Clark County, over there in that Clark County district in Nevada, to determine whom they think would benefit most from in-person time, whether tutoring, mental health sessions, or other matters, invited on a voluntary basis. Nine-year-old guy, young student, I don't know if it was a boy or girl, died. Another student left a note saying they had nothing to look forward to, according to the Business Insider article. And former President Trump called on schools to reopen after the nation's so-called 30 days to slow the spread. I thought it was 15, but I guess they changed it to 30, and then they changed it to until 2021 or 2022, right? Teachers' unions demanded schools stay closed as a matter of safety, according to Newsmax. This Jesus Jara guy said, I don't know what type of alerts he was getting, but he said... I couldn't sleep with my phone nearby anymore. It was like a 24-7, 24-hour reminder that we need to get our schools open. I can't get these alerts anymore. I have no words to say to these families anymore. And he says, quote, I believe in God, but I can't help but wonder, am I doing everything possible to open our schools? I feel responsible. They're all my kids. And that's a male superintendent. He's thinking a little like a mama. A mama. But... It's crazy. What a mess. And that's so typical, too, because they come in with all these false solutions to, in some cases, false problems. How does a nine-year-old kill himself? That's a great question. I don't know. So wild. But uh, when you have... (laughs) When you have so-called leadership like this woman, as in Biden, or this woman, as, as in Kamala, and I, Kamala Harris, and I use the term woman loosely, 
Listen to that Kamala Harris speaking of this phoniness and phony solutions. Fox guarding the hen house of the country, right? This is clip 13. Kamala Harris, I got this from Revolver News. It was tweeted out, I think by a liberal uh, outlet. Maybe they thought that this was endearing. <laughs> but listen to this clip. It's like about a minute long or so, give or take. And she's in the Senate. I guess she's swearing in the new senators, which includes that black one, Raphael Warnock, who's a so-called reverend, but he's Democrat, so he's no Christian. But, um, and that Jewish guy who touted, oh, young Jewish and a black um, are now representing Georgia, the state of Georgia, as their senators. Uh, Ossoff, Ossoff, yeah. He's like 33 years old, give or take. And he's like a, he's been trying to get into politics forever, and they finally got him in. That's why you don't give up for what's right, because these people don't give up for what's evil. But she's swearing those two in, apparently. I saw Warnock's back of his head for sure, because I recognize that he's black. And, you know, his head is shaped a certain way. And um, some other senators being sworn into office. And listen to the wording of the swearing in, too. But before that, she's talking about her being replaced in the state of California by some Hispanic guy who used to be um, our attorney general or something. Here is Kamala Harris, cackling Kamala Harris, and phony Kamala Harris swearing in these people. Listen to this. The chair lays before the Senate two certificates of election for the state of Georgia and a certificate of appointment to fill the vacancy created by the resignation of former Senator Kamala D. Harris of California. <laughs> Creepy. <laughs> Hillary part two. Yeah, that was very weird. Okay. <laughs> Please raise your white hand. Weirdo. Okay. Do you solemnly swear that you will support and defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic, that you will bear true faith and allegiance to the same, that you take this obligation freely without any mental reservation or purpose of evasion, and that you will well and faithfully discharge the duties of the office on which you are about to enter, so help you, God. Oh. Congratulations. Dude, isn't that creepy? She's all, congratulations. Senate chamber is pretty empty. Why are they clapping? Terrible. We need to get rid of all of this um, civility nonsense. Civility is a liberal word for controlling the people. It's a. Repl it's just like that. Um, that what's that other word? Empathy. That liberal word, empathy. No conscience, no empathy. Because empathy is a liberal word to replace compassion and love. Um, tolerance which is an older liberal word, empathy, liberal word, civility, those are all fake. It's all fake. Those people aren't about being civil. They're not about being tolerant. They're phony. They're a pure evil. They're not about actual love or ju actual justice. 
whether they call themselves real justice or social justice or racial justice or racial injustice, the mainstream media is calling Black Lives Matter protests racial justice protests or racial injustice protests. That's nothing what it is. It has nothing to do with it. It's promoting injustice against uh, whites and also, also against blacks, honestly, by uh, kissing up to them. Special treatment. What a mess. And enemies swearing to defend the country against enemies, foreign and domestic. They're, they're the enemies, foreign and domestic, that uh, she's, I don't know, I consider her almost a foreign enemy, but she's a domestic enemy. And so are the Raphael Warnock and Ossoff. The Democrats are just evil, nasty. You still don't, like, hate them, but you don't pretend that they're not evil. You can impugn their character because their character impugns themselves, and they try to impugn us all the time. They're going after us bad, as in, as, but when I say us, I mean anybody who su- remotely supports what's right. My pillow guy, the my pillow guy from, who advertised on Fox News for years, and maybe still, I don't know, Mike Lindell, he's a former drug addict, boomer guy, Christian. He's like the nicest guy, and yet he's banned from Twitter. Give me a break. Phony people. By the way, Biden called Trump supporters ugly folks, and he compared Trump to Nazi leaders. And he's talking about unity requires to eliminate the vitriol. It's awfully easy to, uh, to pretend to be calm when you're clamping down on the people who are calling for sanity. On the, uh, the boy who said the emperor has no clothes, right? When you shut down the truth. Sickos. Let me, in the last few minutes here of this, in the last several minutes of this first hour, play for you Fauci's phoniness. He's now in the Obama administration, and he is so happy. And there's this pretense that this is transparency. (laughs) He appeared on MSDNC, as President Trump calls it, MSNBC, with that lesbian woman, Maddow, Rachel Maddow. The short-haired, lesbian, shameless pusher of the Russia and collusion shenanigans. You know, the, the fake conspiracy theory that Trump colluded with the Russians. This same woman pretending that she's about truth and transparency and fighting against misinformation. Here is her talking, here is her or she talking with, um... Anthony Fauci, so-called Dr. Anthony Fauci, who doesn't really, I don't think, know much with regard to this COVID-19 thing. But I hear, by the way, that he's the highest paid government employee. And he's giddy. Yeah, a couple of clips. Here's 14A. Here's Fauci. What I call kissing up to Rachel Maddow. Listen to Rachel Maddow and Dr. Anthony Fauci. Dr. Fauci, should we expect to hear from 
from you and from Dr. Messonnier and Dr. Shuket and other senior scientists and senior supervisors of these agencies um, and on a regular basis. I know that, the, as we've been talking about, the country really trusts you in particular, but we've seen the sort of disappearance, the sort of muzzling of some of these other senior folks within the government. Do you think that we'll have more access to you, both the press and the public? I'm positive of it. Uh, test to Seth, Rachel, I've been wanting to come on your show for months and months. You've been asking me to come on your show for months and months. And it's just gotten blocked. That's, I mean, let's, let's call it what it is. It's just got blocked because they didn't like the way you handle things and they didn't want me on there. I mean, it was so clear when we sent it down. Why would you want to go and make your Rachel Maddow show? Well, because I like her and she's really good. It doesn't make any difference. Don't do it. I don't think you're going to see that now. I think you're going to see a lot of transparency. You know, you might not see everybody as often as you want, but you're not going to see deliberate holding back of good people when the press asks for them. I mean, we were assured that that's the case. You know, and that goes along with what you were mentioning before about different types of pressures that are put on. Uh, it, 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 it was a tough situation. It really was. What a weirdo. What a kiss up. And that guy is such a backstabber of President Trump. President Trump should have fired him a long time ago, honestly, maybe. I don't know. I don't know who trusts him. I don't trust that guy. He was exposed in WikiLeaks emails as having sent gushing pro-Hillary Clinton uh, emails to her after Hillary Clinton as Secretary of State in the Obama administration, after 9-11-2012, September 11th, 2012, one of the anniversary, the 11th anniversary after the terror attack in 9-11-2001, they attacked Benghazi and killed like four Americans, right? Including one of the guys who was an ambassador, right? An ambassador got killed. American ambassador in Libya, Benghazi, Libya. And there were calls for backup, and they were refused, and they wanted more security, and the guy was afraid for his life. And they ignored it, and four Americans were killed on 9-11, and they pretended, oh, it was because of, it was a spontaneous attack triggered by um, a video that disrespected Muhammad. And the video is like this goofy little video, live action, weird video. Like, okay, that really inspired, how much do you look down on Muslims, on Muslim radicals, that you're going to justify their attack as having been from a video? Ooh, let's arrest the maker of that video. (laughs) Give me a break. These people hate America, and you didn't protect our Americans. But she's all, what difference at this point does it make? And she's asked, what was the reason for it? And then she said, what difference does it make at this point? Let's just find out what happened. <laughs> so in other words, she didn't answer the question and then pretended to ask the same question. What a phony. And he said, oh, her performance was great. I'm re- so proud of her. That's Fauci, a Hillary Clinton kiss-up. And now he's another, well, I don't want to say anything about Hillary, but he's a lesbian kiss-up now. <laughs> he's a fangirl of, and I'm calling him a fangirl, of Rachel Maddow. And listen to Rachel Maddow's response 
to that kissing up. She's calling it transparency. Listen to this part B. Yeah, I, we have been asking for him um, for March repeatedly, and he was never anything but kind. And the fact that he is willing to tell you and tell me, listen, I would love to do it, and I was told from the White House that I couldn't, and here's how they said it, that's, um, that's, that's transparency. That's the legitimate definition of transparency. And I would hope, if anybody from the administration is watching this right now, don't just pat yourself on the back for the fact that Dr. Fauci is now allowed to come here and talk to me. I would hope... And I expect um, that what this means, this new commitment to letting the science speak and letting the science scientists do their own work, means that when Dr. Fauci gets calls to go on with Mr. Hannity or uh, Mr. Carlson or um, some of the other even further right networks and, out, and hosts who, you, who, who disagree with you and who have been saying things about the coronavirus that you think are wrong, I hope that this transparency extends to letting the nation's scientists go make their case, particularly to people who've been misinforming and telling the people of this country misinformation or politically motivated misinformation in particular on this thing. The scientists have to lead um, for all of us. That's how we're going to get out of sicko. this. She's pretending to care about you and to be fair. She's saying, oh, yeah, I want transparency on the Tucker Carlson show. I want you, these scientists to go on Sean Hannity's show and far-right networks that are pushing misinformation. She's such a sleaze. She's a liar. And by the way, she is brazenly, shamelessly a radical lesbian. FYI. Side note. Which also does have to do with her character and ability to perceive and tell the truth. Because this woman, the Trump administration was doing daily, almost daily press conferences on this COVID thing. Very transparent. It was one of the most transparent uh, administrations, the Trump administration. And Barack Obama, which is Joe Biden's president, when Joe Biden was vice president administration, that was one of the least transparent administrations in recent memory. When they, Barack Obama pretended that he was going to be so transparent and broadcast everything on C-SPAN. No backroom deals. But sure enough, they did all kinds of backroom deals to get Obamacare passed. Ridiculous. Not one Republican voted for Obamacare, I don't think. Including the rhinos. Phony people. They were not transparent. Kissing up to Rachel Maddow and saying, I love your show and I wanted to be on it. It's a good show. <laughs> is not transparent. That's being a transparent kiss up. Simp, Fauci. <laughs> he is so, what, what accent is that? I don't want to make fun of the accent too much because there's probably some decent Americans who talk like that. New York. <laughs> Italian or something. Total phony. <laughs> Tucker Carlson is hated for telling the truth. Tr Donald Trump is hated for telling the truth. They're called liars by liars themselves, but that's why they're hated for telling the truth. What a sleazy bunch of people and phony. It's that phony imitation graciousness that you see in Joe Biden and all the rest of them. Ledge Klinger gave a Trovo chat, a super chat thing, and said, Hey, you think we're like the blank <laughs> from the 1930s Germany now? I think he means Jews. He probably wrote Jews. From the 1930s Germany now? You know how, how from what I hear, Jews were scapegoated 
in Germany for the suffering of Germany, right? And now, who is scapegoated for the division in the country but Trump and Trump supporters? They're called terrorists and all kinds of madness. He says, history repeating. People are asked to report Trump supporters. Like citizens of Germany asked to report Jews, I think is what he's saying. It's, it's blanked out. And those protesting them. Amazing. Yeah. I, I think so. Very similar. The b- blind brainwashing of the people. And that's why it's so silly to believe in one man doing all this evil. I remember as a kid thinking, well, if Hitler was so evil, why didn't somebody just kill him? And then all of the evil people would be scattered. <laughs> That's not how it works. Um, because look at the evil in America now. Kids are going after teachers. Kids being brainwashed by this evil. Going after teachers and each other and all kinds of stuff. There is, you can't just blame it all on Obama or Biden or Kamala or, or even like the Jews themselves. Because many of them are, are into this subversive um, destruction of morals and all that stuff. You guess, you just wind people up and set them on their way just by corrupting them. It's a, it's a, a good versus evil thing. You can't just knock off the head and think that all the evil people are going to get scattered. <laughs> Same thing with, with uh, what's the people who are actually for what's right. You can't just take out Trump as they think that they did and think that the, the people who are pushing for what's right will be scattered. Some of us who, like, if you had hope in Trump that you was misplaced, because your hope shouldn't be in Trump or anybody, then you're going to get into a funk and be part of the evil people, even though you disagree with the evil people, you're going to be a useful idiot for them. Because you're being exploited by your own mess. Anyway, guys, I'm over time on the second, well into the second hour. I'm going to get to Rick in Hampton, Virginia next. And the rest of the callers, I have an explanation for Mike Lindell's banning on Twitter and some other things. Some of the evil things that Biden is pushing and all that. I will be checking for Super Chats on Streamlabs as well and Trovo. (laughs) I might be able to actually open the treasure chest. So at five till at the next hour, remind me because I think I probably have some chests to open. Even though I can't receive lemons, I can still redistribute them. I have no income, but we're still going to redistribute the lemons. (laughs) So I'll be right back, guys. Hang tight for the rest of Hour 2. In a couple of minutes, I'll be right back.
Shout out to Bright Lights. That's Bright Lights. Bright Lights dominating the bumpers on the Hake Report. Beautiful music. Uh, also known as John Parfit, J-O-N Parfit, P-A-R-F-I-T-T. What was the name of that song? That one was called Let You Go. Let You Go. Nice. No, that's not me singing. <laughs> on the Jesse Lee Peterson show, that song Stand Up by Jeff Spann, Jeffrey Spann, I think, Jeff Spann. They, they, they say, is that Jesse Lee Peterson singing? And then on the Hake Report with uh, Bright Lights, they say, is that Hake singing? Bright Lights is the guy who sings the newer version of the intro song for The Fallen State. Nice. So, you know, by the way, before I get to Rick, um, I don't trust Rand Paul. I don't trust, uh, who's that lady who's supposed to be an independent-minded Democrat from Hawaii? She surfs. She kneeled to her husband, Tulsi Gabbard. Tulsi Gabbard acting like, I mean, she was raised conservative, right? And she, and she turned away from it, like most millennials and Gen Xers. I, don't, I forget whether she's Gen X, if she's a little older than me, or if she's my age. But she was raised conservative, and now she's pro-gay, right? Oh, wow. A woman being pro-gay and a young person. Tur- turning away from common sense and supporting homosexuality because you're a people pleaser. That's what she is, a people pleaser. And yeah, she's better than many on like foreign policy, for example. I think she was in the military and she's like not all into getting into these wars and stuff like that. So people think of her as being independent minded. I would support her. She's fair. Um, some of these simps who would vote for her for president. Some say, Tulsi is cool. She might be cool, but she's, I don't trust her. It's a trap. <laughs> Are traps gay? Not that kind. Not that kind. What's that? Still gay. Still gay. <laughs> because, look, she's calling on Joe Biden to condemn John Brennan, who is a former guy from CIA under the Obama administration, and maybe before that, this white guy, I, th- I think he's white, I don't know, John Brennan, who's just a beside-himself Trump derangement syndrome sufferer who postures or was posturing on cable news for ages under, I think, in CNN. This is that guy who calls Trump supporters terrorists and Adam Schiff, Shifty Schiff. <laughs> the congressman, so-called, from California. He was my congressman for a while. He, I don't think he is anymore. But, you know, due to redistricting and me moving and different things, Adam Schiff called Trump supporters terrorists and going after Trump supporters, right? And pretending, you know, all this pretense that Proud Boys and uh, all the Oath Keepers and people are such menaces to society. Give me a break. Those people generally are self-disciplined and self-policing, keeping control of their behavior. Not so Antifa, not so Black Lives Matter. They're the scum of the earth. And not so Democrats in general. We know that. That's almost boring to even mention because it's so obvious. But, uh, 
This woman is calling on Joe Biden to condemn the, these calls to go after Trump supporters, right? Good for her. That's nice. I accept it, but I don't trust her because she's not for what's right. It's just that same fake fairness or I don't know if it's political posturing or if she sincerely is for that. She's still not a solid person. Not a solid person. You know how they say how Jason Lee Peterson, when, uh, when that Amy Barrett woman got into the Supreme Court, he said women cave to pressure. They can't handle pressure as well as men. And most of these men are not handling pressure either, honestly, because they're not men at all. They're not to be trusted. And this woman is a Democrat. What are you doing being a Democrat? It's ridiculous. It's bad enough these Republicans are so phony. Let me get to Rick in Hampton, Virginia. Rick, how are you doing? What's up, Jay? What's going on, my brother? Not much. How about you? Wow. Everything's going good up here in Hampton, VA, man. Look cloudy, <laughs> but it's cool, but it's good weather. You know what I mean? Yeah. Over here, it's nice and chilly. You know, 40, 40 degrees, yeah. In the early mornings, it's like 40 degrees, give or take. Nice wow, and cool. That's, that's that's pretty low for San Diego, L.A. area. Yeah, it is pretty low, but it does get down that low during the winter. Oh, okay. and it is winter. It's wow. January, late January, so yeah, yeah it, it well, warms up. The highs are still in like the 60s and sometimes 70s, and sometimes even 80s in January. Oh, oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah, the Midwest, you know, or the Northeast, you know. I know. Yeah. So. I don't know how you guys live. I'm sorry. I said I don't know how you. I said I don't know how you guys live in these inclement weather areas. I used to live in Indiana before I joined the military, and man, the Midwest is cold, man. I mean, it'd be so cold, James, that um, if it snowed Thanksgiving, they had the same snow all the way to January. It'd be so cold, it'll never get a chance to melt. (laughs) I know, it's terrible. It's miserable. I mean, so much, so much for global warming. Am I right? Yeah, that one's going to be millions of dollars off of. <laughs> or like a weasel. I call him a weasel. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's it. Wear your mask. Yeah. Well, I'm going to go to double masks. Right, yeah, he said water. double masks are just make sense. It just makes sense to wear a double mask. Well, I guess if you're going into, like, a COVID-infected room, I guess it makes sense. But at that point, why would you even go into there? And you'd have That's to wear right. goggles, too, and probably cover, maybe even cover your ears. I don't know. But, you know, uh, I don't buy it. I don't buy it as being necessary. Hazmat suit. Yeah, exactly. I think that there is an overreaction to this COVID thing. Actually, but I don't yeah, think they, I know. They want to scare the death out of everybody. That way people say, oh, no, it's so dangerous. I'm YouTube buffering, we... Oh, we dropped and restarted just now, guys. Sorry about the drop, guys. I think we're back. Here, let me, uh... I know that YouTube okay. just restarted. Oh, yeah, and so did so did uh, Periscope. That was a pretty hard... Oh, dr- not YouTube, but uh, Facebook and Periscope restarted, guys. Okay, I'm back oh, online. I, I should be back online, guys. Sorry about that. What a mess. YouTube crashed. So did Facebook. So did, I think everything crashed. I don't know if you could tell. Are you on YouTube? 
Yeah, I'm on my own YouTube channel. I'm on. Oh. I should be back on Twitch. I'm not sure. I'm back on Facebook, D Live, YouTube, Periscope, and Trovo. The connection was okay. lost, but I'm back on. And I don't know if it's an entire new YouTube link, but uh, it is an entire new Periscope stream and apparently a, an entire new Facebook one, too. What a mess. Sorry about that, guys. Oh, so what's your on YouTube and Facebook? Yeah, um, The Hake Report on YouTube as well as Facebook. Oh, okay, good. good. Yeah. I know you was on YouTube. I'll be watching you on YouTube if I get a chance to. Oh, how do you listen then? I listen to you on my phone. I call in, you know, um, get on wait, and um, once I usually get, you know, get through, then I, just, you know. Oh, really? So you just guy. so you yeah. just listen by being on hold, and then that's it, and you don't hear the show other well, than that? Oh no, no. If I'm on hold, I listen, you know, I listen to it that way. But once I get off hold, then you know, I've been, you know, so you better took my call. Did I produce that? It's a six four one number you guys oh. have that you can just put it in there and oh, nice. dial through it. You can hit a whole show. Okay, yeah, so you use, like, the uh, talk stream live call-in number. Maybe for the yeah, Jesse Lee Peterson show, it might continue wa- playing me. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it, it use, it, I use it with both of y'all uh, shows. Okay, yeah, Jesse Lee Peterson is on YouTube yeah. as well. Jesse Lee Peterson on his channel, at least currently. Oh, yeah, I know he's on YouTube, yeah. but I didn't know you were on YouTube on Facebook, so you only got hate before, so I know. That's nah, right. I know nah. Yep. So, yeah. Well, hey, for YouTube, you okay? it's you just okay? called hake, but <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. Hey, okay, okay. And Excuse me. On Facebook, called Hake, Hake Report? Yeah, the Hake Report on Facebook. Okay, gotcha. I get the long band in my system, so shoot. Nice. You gonna take the shot, James? The shot? Did you say, am I gonna take the shot? Yeah. No? Not if I can help it. Me too, because I'm doing all I can, but now a Republican congressman suggested that um people that want to, um, they send us check. Get the vaccine shot. Are you, are you now, serious? Why would he suggest that? Yeah, I saw that blowing on a, a Republican Congress. My cousin told me about it. Well, he's a he's a liberal. He couldn't wait to tell me. Wow. So, um, I had to look it up, man. It, it was a Republican Congress suggested that people that want these stimulus check get the vaccine shot. Oh, now, Ohio was, Representative what? Stivers. $1,400 stimulus checks should go only to those who get COVID-19 vaccines, says... Uh, Republican Congressman Steve Stivers from Ohio. I Stivers. Okay. I would have been surprised if it had been a Democrat because they want, they want to control everybody anyway. Yeah. I, thought, I, was, a little, I was a little surprised if they were a Republican, man. So I'm like, Me too. Um, um, my thing is they are destroying people's businesses, and that's the last thing someone's because they're supposed to get some help that they deserve anyway. They weren't even their fault. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Oh, somebody gotta take a shot. What's wrong with that guy? I don't know. I couldn't believe he suggested that. Yeah, of course. And my cousin, he's a liberal. He couldn't wait. I was saying, I said, no, that's a Democrat. Oh, no, that's a Republican. Well, he's from Ohio. He's from Ohio, so he might as well be a Democrat. The Ohio people are a bunch of rhinos, and this is a 55-year-old man. Looks like he might be regular white. I'm not sure. But, uh... Oh man, that's terrible! And he was a former Eagle Scout, by the way. Yeah, wow. what a sleaze! Well, I couldn't believe he suggested that, man. Cause I'm like, people have lost their businesses. Yeah, All because this COVID nineteen that um, um, Fauci and um, President Obama funded it just to get rid of President Trump, and now they have 
people have to shut their businesses down. Yeah. Don't, don't know where they're going to start. And fourteen hundred dollars is not that much money anyway. It's time you pay your utility, yeah. pay your cost, and to get some food in the house. What money is that? Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, and then we're told, well, you know, you got to take a vaccine shot. Man, come on, man. We need to open up the businesses and shut down the government for four years. Yeah, you know that would be I, nice. You know, I'm, I'm not a thought. I, I'm not for term limits, and the reason why I'm not for term limits. It's because, you know, I like it. People like ineffective politicians. Stay close to your phone, Rick. You're kind of coming in and out. Oh. It's it's rough. Oh. Can you hear me now, James? Kind of, yeah. Oh, oh, I'm sorry about that. Yeah, I'm in a bad area normally when I'm on base. And um, hope it, is, is, is that better now? Yeah, just stay close to it. Okay, yeah. And, and my, my, my thing is, um, I, don't, I don't get it. You know, they, this whole virus was created to get rid of President Trump. That's all it was. They couldn't beat him in a credible election. <laughs> they definitely they exploited explored. it, that's for sure. Once they found yeah, a get-Trump angle, they went and got Trump. It's ridiculous. And they went but after they the, the American people, too. Just destroying. You know what? You're right. I think poverty is, is taking the biggest spike maybe ever. So-called poverty, right? Because mm-hmm. people aren't allowed to work. And it's affecting the most... the most vulnerable people, if you pardon my use of the term, uh, the worst. It's affecting the people who are um, making the least the most. Right. And meanwhile, the media, they stay paid because they're essential. And the federal government and the local government, they stay paid because they're so-called essential in their minds. And uh, well, it's a shame. What? Dr. Um... That's what I heard. Yeah, the highest paid. Rick, yeah. that's wild, man. I appreciate the tip on that ridiculous congressman, Steve Stiver of yeah, Ohio, Republican. People get the um, spot. Shameful. Before they get the, yeah, and for $1,400. So yeah. I guess if that 14 is going to kill somebody, they better gave up their life for $1,400. <laughs> Yeah. I appreciate it, Rick. I got to no run, problem, man. Jay. Take care. You, man. Keep up the good work. The hate report. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> Let me get to Robert in Kansas. He wants to comment on a Kobe Bryant conspiracy. Robert, how are you doing? Doing well, Hake. And that's right. I want to uh, talk about Kobe Bryant, uh, given this, this day. And real quick, though, for your last caller, the reason they're saying double mask now is because they're doing uh, experiments in science and finding that when you exhale through the mask, you're causing uh, something called aerial dispersal of like microscopic water droplets. Even smaller, yeah. huh? Yeah, even smaller, and they float <laughs> in the air for a long time as opposed to like your any sort of spittle or something from your mouth would just fall to the ground. Right. And what's happening? What's happening is this cloud of like moist air, it's, it's staying in the air longer. And yeah. then when it gets in your eyes or gets in, you know, your nose or whatever, it causes, uh, causes you to get sick. So <laughs> in the mask, you're actually spreading the disease more. So that's, that's crazy, huh? Yeah, that is crazy. That's, and I believe it. They're just so ridiculous. They come up with these false solutions and then come up with worse solutions. Shameful. Yeah. Man. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, as far as the Kobe thing goes, there's a lot of uh, stuff online and whatnot. You can look all this up. But when Kobe died, he was worth about $600 million, okay, almost a half billion. And when you play in the NBA that long and you have good money managers, you can you can amass that type of a fortune. 
And his his managers, his money guys, they got him involved in in several companies, but a lot of them had to do with the medical industry and uh, uh, biotech type companies. Let's say. Yeah. And. Apparently, when you get a certain position in a company, once you reach a certain percentage of ownership, like five percent or say, which is a lot of a big ownership, you you get you get an ownership share and you're invited to the shareholders meetings and stuff like that. And apparently, what happened is they Kobe was in this meeting where they were saying that they're going to have a virus come into the country, that they it's basically all spurious, it's all fake, and they're going to make billions of dollars off of this situation. It's a big plan to scam. Uh, a bunch of money and make you know literally billions of dollars to these companies. Uh-huh. Well, Kobe Kobe Bryant knew about that, and apparently uh, the people that run these companies and you know bigger fish than even him, they got word that Kobe Bryant was saying things like, you know what, I'm not going to go along with this. I'm not going to lie to everybody just to make money. And the problem with Kobe saying that is Kobe Bryant is really famous. Yeah, and, and popular. So Kobe Bryant. Yeah, if Kobe Bryant were to get on the TV somewhere and say that this is all fake and they're lying to you, it could cause, it could destroy the whole thing. And so apparently the conspiracy is that they put him up there in his chopper and and, uh, got him to a certain point in the sky where they could aim uh, with basically an anti-aircraft weapon at him, and they blew him out of the sky, Hank, because he was going to blow the lid off of this... uh, this uh, fake virus situation we're all in now. And that's <laughs> wow. the conspiracy of Kobe Bryant, that uh, he was actually a rich guy who decided to have a, um, a compass, a, a morality, and not make more money but actually tell the truth. And that's what it gets you, I guess. If you're in that world and you decide to be a good guy, they, uh, I guess they can shoot you out of the sky when you're in your, your helicopter. So that is the Kobe Bryant conspiracy. Hopefully it's not true, but there's a lot of people that – uh, say that he just wanted to be honest about it, and he stood in the way of too much money from too many people, yeah. and they just they just blew him up, man. So yeah, that's uh, that really sucks that that happened, but certainly would make sense to me if they, uh, you know, the way these people think, they'll kill you for money, man. That's no problem. They'll kill you for for little stuff, let alone billions of dollars. So wow, yeah. that's the theory, guys. Appreciate the tip, Robert. Interesting, man. Yeah. Man. Yeah, man, no problem, man. I hope you guys figure out the whole Trump thing. I mean, he just, he turned into a big beta, guys, and he didn't do anything, and, you know, Las Vegas happened, and he blamed white supremacy. He's waving gay flags. Did he really blame white supremacy? Did he really blame white supremacy for Las Vegas? Yep. He blamed white supremacy, and he took away bump stocks and said, that, you know, we need to take away the guns and then then have due process. I mean, the guy. How do you, you know, blame white supremacy for an attack on a, on a, um, a country music festival in Las Vegas. <laughs> well, they, they sent That's that wild. guy, that Paddock guy, that Paddock guy who yeah. was a, a he was a senior citizen. He was right. a multimillionaire, and he was all by himself. You got cameras all over a, a casino. I mean, there's literally in the bathroom. There's cameras in casinos, guys. And they said that they never saw him bring anything up there. He's all by himself, and he shot all those. You know, like it just none of it makes sense. And Trump went along with that too, man. And it's the same thing. You went away. You went along with COVID. Shut the country down. I mean, man, you know, I don't, I, I don't hate Trump. I feel like I was fooled by him in 2016. Like, I thought he said everything right, and then he was pretty good up until Las Vegas. And then every year after that, it got worse and worse and worse until the economy shut down and people yeah, had face diapers on. And I just... I just, I don't know, man. I don't know if he was just controlled opposition or what, but... Keep, um, it, a, keep even, it as an I don't know. I would say that, at yeah. least. 
Well, all I know is that the, the country is the way it is now. Yeah. It happened under Trump, and he could have come out and said that this was all fake. He could have opened up the businesses, even just with a tweet, right? Like, so let's say a governor, the governor of California shuts down California. Let's say Trump tweets to Californians, open up your business. I will protect you. There will be no fines. There will be no punishment. I will protect you. <laughs> open your business. Trump could just say that in one tweet and change the whole dynamic of the situation. But he went along with it, and I thought maybe, maybe he thought that he could somehow judo move it and get it to uh, – the right, you know, get something out of it. But man, he just he ended up being a vaccine salesman, man. And um, it's, um, I don't know what, what Trump did. Maybe he just, uh, I don't know, man, all that money, you're a billionaire. I guess if, if you don't want to be um, executed by these people, you go along with them. But it just, it takes that one guy to try to stand up, you know, uh, to try and change the world. And that's, that's what I hope Trump would have done. And I don't think he did it, uh, Hank, the way that you and Jesse do. I just, I'm not on the same level of, of continuing to think that Trump is a is a good guy. I thought that in twenty seventeen. Yeah. But I just can't think that anymore, man. I can't do it. It's it's um All right, yeah. man. Well um I think it's a little unrealistic to expect that Trump even could have protected our local businesses from the whole rest of the federal, state and local governments that want to come down and clamp down on local businesses. But um, I appreciate it, man. I'm glad that you got that off your chest. And it is, it, it is interesting because that's what a lot, how a lot of people feel about Trump. I just think it's a little unfair or a lot unfair. But we'll talk again, man. Appreciate it. Interesting, Robert. All right. All right. Hey, y'all have a good day. You too. Bye. Take care. Yeah, Kobe Bryant. I mean, that's wild. It was a year ago, but it, was, it fell on a Sunday morning. I remember because we were in church. And I was seeing all these tweets, because I get notifications from Cernovich. And he was tweeting about, oh my gosh, Kobe Bryant. And sure enough, um, uh, Jason Lee Peterson's PR guy, Hermius, announced in church that day, Kobe Bryant just died in a helicopter crash, along with his daughter, I think 13-year-old daughter. And did you know that it was seven other people killed? Including the, was it an Armenian? I think it was an Armenian uh, helicopter pilot. He thought, oh, I can fly through the fog. And I think they crashed into the side of a, um, of a hill over there, not too far away. Crazy, and died. On a Sunday morning, he should have been going to church with Jesse Lee Peterson on YouTube. But no, he flew from, I think, down in San um, Pedro, Ports of Call or something, up to, I guess he lives in... That place where all these rich people live, Kanye and all them, it's a place, starts with a C, I'm blanking on the name of the place, but what a shame. And his, his wife, Vanessa Bryant, on Kobe and Gianna, why did this happen to such amazing people? Calabasas, yeah. Um, why did this happen to such amazing people is the TMZ headline, um, paraphrasing what she said. And I don't know if that's a direct quote, but... What, is this supposed to happen to, like, unremarkable people? <laughs> it's so weird. But, you know, when you're going through it, and people don't know how to grieve and get over it, I guess, that is a shocking thing for Kobe Bryant gone? I thought he would be here forever. Wow. Crazy incident. Um, and the conspiracy theories 
surrounding every every popular public figure who gets killed. They think that the conspiracy theorists think that this popular figure was going to blow the whole lid off of everything, whether it was uh, Elvis. I don't know about Elvis, but JFK, um, all these people that get killed. Michael Jackson, I don't know if Michael Jackson, but there's a bunch of these guys that they die and they were about to expose child (laughs) sex trafficking or something like that. Oh, uh, not Epstein. Um, those guys, those guys with the screamy voices, they're miserable, the angsty new metal stuff. Um, that guy Chester Bennington or Benningfield, whatever his name was, the Trump hater who killed himself. Um, from Lincoln Park, and then that other guy, Chris Cornell from Soundgarden and other bands. They ended up killing themselves, and they're like fathers. Like, Chester Bennington was a father of like five or six kids, I think. Idiot. And he killed himself. And then there's kids killing themselves, and Trump is calling, let's open up the country again. Well, Chester Bennington and Chris Cornell didn't know anything about COVID shutdowns. They just killed themselves because they're miserable people, right? But these kids, young people, nine-year-old, killing themselves? Kobe's wife was a voodoo witch. Whoa, I disavow. (laughs) Man, what a mess. So here's why Mike Lindell was banned from Twitter, according to Michael Tracy. Chuck, uh... Mike Lindell, the MyPillow guy, his offense allegedly was allegedly committing repeated, repeated violations of Twitter's civic integrity policy. Civic integrity policy. That means you can't question the results of the election. That's what that means. Which prohibits claims that could undermine faith in the civic processes such as elections. And he sarcastically says, thank God we have this tech clergy to mandate faith-based adherence to civic virtues. Because AP tweeted, Twitter has permanently banned MyPillow CEO Mike Lindell's account after he continually perpetuated the baseless claim. Baseless claim is the mainstream media's lie that President Donald Trump won the 2020 U.S. presidential election. He's like the nicest guy. Baseless claim. There's another thing that I read about with Lynn Wood. You know the lawyer Lynn Wood? I wasn't really a fan of his posting all these Bible verses and talking about, oh, we're going to win. And he was a pro-Trump lawyer, right? And he successfully sued on behalf of Nicholas Sandman, the Covington Catholic School young man, high schooler, who participated two years ago at a pro-life rally in Washington, D.C., and then these boys, these young men, high schoolers, Catholic young men, were standing in front of, like, the Lincoln Memorial or something in Washington, D.C., and in Washington, D.C., that's, like, activist-ville, activist city. So the black Hebrew Israelites, there's, they're a mixed bag. Some of them are nice. Some of them are crazy. And these guys were pretty crazy, calling these boys crackers and stuff like that. (laughs) And pretending, oh, we're the true Israelites, and you racists and crackers or whatever. Just raising hell against these high schoolers. 
And then this Indian, American Indian guy going, hi, yeah, yeah, and then banging his drum, walks right up to the white boys' faces, the white boys when they're MAGA hats, some of them, and <laughs> some of the white boys are like, uh, and doing the um, Atlanta Braves Indian chop thing, <laughs> tomahawk chop or whatever. Just funny, just being funny, having fun with it. And they're being called racist by the mainstream media. And the, and whatever that guy's name, he's an act, uh, an infamous activist. This American Indian with this long hair, he's all old and decrepit and skinny. And gets in the face of Nicholas Sandman, beating the drum, and they're pretending that Nicholas Sandman is in the wrong? Saying he got in his path. Not true, the, Nicholas Sandman was just standing there. And you could honestly see that in the three second clip that they played. I'm exaggerating how short the clip was. You could tell that he was just standing there, the Indian walked up to him, but yet they're pretending that he got in his path. Blocked his path and was racist with his racist smirk. And so, the great lawyer Linwood, I mean right on to him anyways, defended him against uh, the um, mainstream media, Washington Compost and CNN and everybody calling him racist. Even Ben Shapiro, <laughs> because Ben Shapiro kind of falls for the anti-right, anti-white notion of racism and, you know, hates Trump type of thing. Oftentimes, very unfair at times, person not clear-minded in certain times. Well, he fell for the racism thing. Oh, these are terrible boys. Rather than being a sane, wait until, like, we get the whole story and, honestly, this guy looks like he's looking for trouble, this Indian activist, American Indian activist. Well, Lynn Wood successfully won him some settlements, Nicholas Sandman. But Nicholas Sandman has now been fired, according to Reuters, as of Monday. And uh, he tweeted, actually, Nicholas Sandman who's like 18, 19 now, he tweeted, um, he's no longer representing me, Linwood. What he, his comments about me are untrue, and I don't know what comments. Linwood has, was banned from Twitter some weeks back amid the thing because Linwood has been fighting for election integrity, right? And he's a, a little weird, right? He's a little kooky, I think. I will not say that about... Um, What's her name, who also was fighting for election integrity? Sidney Powell. Because I just don't consider her to be like that. But Lynn Wood is a little... Maybe he got angry at what's going on, and that kind of... That can definitely drive you nuts. Angry is mad, and mad is insane, right? Um, but... I think that Nicholas Sandman has been swallowed by the establishment. He became Team Mitch, as in pro-Mitch McConnell, and just became, I think, uh, very establishment-friendly. Um, somebody said in my uh, previous stream, because I was have two streams today, sorry guys, not my fault, I don't think. <laughs> Maybe it's because of the heat in here. <laughs> that... I heard that Nicholas Sandman is going on, going along with the establishment narrative about this election was totally on the up and up, right? Well, Lynn Wood was fired. In a statement shared on Telegram on Sunday, Wood said he expected Sandman would abandon him because of earlier social media posts in which Lynn Wood suggested former Vice President Mike Pence engaged in treason and could face ex execution by firing squad for formally recognizing the election victory. 
supposed, of phony Joe Biden, sleepy Joe Biden. Wood said in a Telegram post that his comments about Pence were rhetorical hyperbole, right? So Sandman, who's apparently 18, this is Reuters writing, right? Sandman expressed alarm at Wood's comments earlier this month. On Twitter, the teen shared one of Wood's social media posts about Pence and wrote, I'm sorry, but what the H? What the heck? But without the K. <laughs> and so what does Reuters say but write... The move is the latest indication that those who supported former President Donald Trump's baseless claim that his loss to Biden was a result of mass mass fraud could face longer term professional consequences. Uh, no, not true. I don't think. I think that if Lynn Wood had been, had stayed kind of sane, well, yes, a little bit. Yes, a little bit. But... His, I'm sorry, but what the H, was Linwood's nutty comments. A whole lot of people who were questioning the election results were not saying that Mike Pence deserves the firing squad, right? Or he's going to be executed for treason. But that's Jan Wolf. There's that name again, Wolf. Not a normal Christian person writing that. Maybe it's Jan Wolf. Uh, for Reuters. That's, this is their writing, right? Saying that, oh yeah, Lynn Wood is just an, another example of the people questioning the, the election results. Well, actually, they want that to happen. They want to destroy anybody who was fighting for election integrity. And the, the stuff that the Democrats are fighting for is to outright undermine any... Um, any, like, safeguards in terms of the election. I told you in Hake News at the end of hour two, I believe, that Amy Klobuchar, she's, like, known as the meanest person to work for, very difficult woman, a Democrat from Minnesota. She ran for president, a female Democrat, senator, actually. She introduced H.R. 1, the For the People Act, which, according to the Gateway Pundit, which is like a centrist, sometimes liberal, sometimes so-called conservative outlet, um, independent outlet, sort of, that she's justifying introducing this For the People Act to ban the requirement of a social security number, ban voter ID, promote um, vote-by-mail, mandatory nationwide mail-in voting, I think, Register you to vote when you get a driver's license, and they're supporting illegal aliens getting driver's licenses here in California and Nevada, I hear. hear. Mandates early voting, prohibits the work done, such as by judicial watch, to clean voter rolls of non-residents, and all kinds of stuff. Bans a personal identification requirement as a condition to obtaining a ballot, so you don't even have to show your ID to get a ballot or to vote. Lays the groundwork for D.C. and Puerto Rico, which are socialist-leaning uh, areas, to be states. Redistrict, put redistricting in the hands of Congress. Just corruption. And that's what they've been doing. And so that's what they mean when they say Republicans are trying to make it harder to vote. We want more people to vote. We think the more people vote, the better. And yeah, because the more people that vote, the more idiots vote, right? Right? Very true. 
And so anybody calling for voter integrity is smeared, completely smeared, including Rand Paul, who I don't trust that guy because <laughs> he voted to he voted to uh, certify Joe Biden for president, but now pretends that he's for voter integrity. And he gave us that hint beforehand because he said the fraud. The fraud happened, he said. That's, I'm just quoting him. I'm, not, I'm disavowing his words, right? <laughs> he said, the fraud happened. Now we have to, going forward, figure out how to not have that happen. In other words, he just surrendered the election before the election was even really over. Shameful, Rand Paul. Very shameful. Sickos. So, these weirdos. What a mess. But did you hear, oh, by the way, they are very important. It's their solemn duty. I have a photograph. I don't know who took this photograph. And I, ha I will get to your Super Chats, guys. Hang tight. Of Trump's, they're delivering the articles of impeachment against President Trump <laughs> in this uh, Congress. Congress is delivering... I guess there's only one article of impeachment. He incited an insurrection, right? It's fake impeachment. Second impeachment. And there's this picture of all these Democrats dressed in black, females and POCs and males. I think there's some males in there. They're delivering. This is my solemn duty, one woman tweeted. One woman, I think her name was Dean, tweeted... It's to deliver the article of impeachment to the Senate so that the Senate can start their trial of the president who is no longer officially president, right? According to what we're told. <laughs> Look at these goofy people. So self-important. We should shut down. These people are non-essential. And they're all, a bunch of them are old, right? They don't need to be working. Right? President Trump, the real, our real great president, you can still call him president even after he's left office, has established his office of the former president, Donald Trump, from Palm Beach County, Florida. He moved to Florida, right? The 45th president of the United States yesterday announced that he formally opened his office of the former president. The office will be responsible for managing President Trump's correspondence, public statements, appearances, and official activities to advance the interests of the United States and to carry on the agenda of the Trump administration through advocacy, organizing, and public activism. He will always and forever be a champion for the American people. I don't know, Robert. I think that he still cares about America. He's a boomer. And uh, one of the decent ones. One of the good ones. <laughs> president Trump and, you know, on Twitter they were talking about, oh, the office of the president. He just invented the fake office of the president. But actually, all former presidents have the office of the former president. So, right on, President Trump. Looking forward to seeing what you do. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, the office of the president-elect. 
That might have been made up by Joe Biden. And he wasn't even officially president-elect, honestly. But the mainstream media went along with it. Which, which one is faker, guys? Which one is phonier? Like, <laughs> these people are not legitimate. By the way, they're going after Trump big time. I mean, not Trump, Tucker Carlson big time. He's standing for what's right, I say. By the way, Tucker Carlson, he's stood up for free speech. He's stood up for this immigration insanity, both legal and illegal. Well, against it, right? Against the insanity. But now the fake news is going after him. They're going after everybody who's um, doesn't trust what the mainstream media tells you. Doesn't trust you on vaccines. You called an anti-vaxxer. Ooh, this is very dangerous. Just bully you into submission, right? Just beach, browbeat you into submission. And now they're going after the QAnon. All this scaremongering about Q, QAnon people. And they're using the January 6th incident as example of, ooh, Q terrorism. Pro-Trump terrorism. MAGA terrorists. Give me a break. Fox News is turning into InfoWars before your very eyes, says the far left enemies of America. They call themselves sleeping giants. They're the ones who've been trying to get uh, basically everybody halfway decent banned from uh, public life, right? We went after Bill O'Reilly, went after Sean Hannity, they're going after Tucker. They said this segment could just as easily have come from Alex Jones, who, like, generally is more honest than they are, way more honest. Give me a break. How can major advertisers, they're going after the advertisers, like GM, Allstate, Progressive, Kraft Heinz Company, and Procter & Gamble sign their names to, th to this with their ad dollars. And they, the headline from some guy, Andrew Lawrence, is Tucker Carlson defends QAnon. Actually, he was defending freedom of speech. Because there's an attack on the freedom of speech, and on truth, honestly. Because QAnon may not be for truth, they may be uh, a little off the deep end. Most, mostly harmless, right? They just don't like pedophiles. <laughs> and they may jump to conclusions a little bit. Jump to conclusions, not a good thing. But they don't go after the whole fake conspiracy theory of racism like that. And that's far more destructive. The mainstream media's fake news is far more destructive than any fake news that gets put out on any obscure fake news that goes viral on Facebook. Give me a break. Phony people. So no, Tucker's not defending Q except that they're Americans and they have the American right of the freedom of speech. And I'll take Q before I take mainstream media. I can, I can see plainly right through where Q goes awry. And I can, and everybody knows that the fake news is far more destructive. What a mess. Just messy people. There are crazy riots well, against this, uh, against the, these lockdowns. It's going on in, uh, I think I told you guys about Holland. Lockdown measures. Oh. The, speaking of these lockdown mess, 
Fauci, that phony guy Fauci, he says, as if this is a bad thing, Trump wanted me to be more positive on the coronavirus outlook. And isn't that so Trump, as opposed to the typical doctor or liberal? The doctors and the liberals are, oh, it's such a bleak outlook. Oh, you don't want to suffer. Oh, take your pain medication. (laughs) I've noticed most of the time, whenever I've been prescribed pain medication, it's only been like a couple of times in my life, Only male landowners should have the right to vote, says pronounce it. Yes. I generally have not taken that pain medication, and I have not needed it. And yet doctors will prescribe this stuff willy-nilly, and their excuse will be, I have friends who've become doctors, right? <laughs> and some of them cheated off of me in school. <laughs> but uh, they went on to do, like, uh, serious schools and stuff like that, right? They will prescribe this stuff and say, well, it's because the people are demanding it. The patients are demanding it. They want it. Well, in many cases, the patients aren't even asking for it. I didn't ask for to be prescribed pain medication for different things, right? Um, But they still prescribe it willy-nilly. They always have this, oh, take a break. Stay off of your feet. You're injured. Don't run, don't play soccer, don't play football. When oftentimes the best solution is to jog it off or walk it off, some injury or other. So doctors are um, dreary and liberal. And Trump has always been positive. Don't let it ruin your life. Don't let it run your life. That's how he wins so much. Or how he won, has won in life, right? By being positive, confident, never giving up, never getting a a dreary outlook. Have you ever seen Trump with a dreary outlook? I don't think I have. Not really. You can't keep a good man, a decent man down. There's no good men, right? And so he wanted Fauci to be more positive. That's a good thing. It's a good thing. And honestly, this melodrama about the COVID thing, it's not that deadly of a disease. I hear that, yeah, the, um, the morgues are backed up. We can't get a funeral. We can't get bodies burned for a few months, right, in L.A. County. I blame that more on overcrowding of L.A. County, which is a sanctuary inside of a sanctuary state of California and inside a sanctuary city and county of Los Angeles County. Los Angeles County meddled in the affairs of the state of Arizona for trying to get a handle on their um, on their illegal immigrant immigrant problem, right? We're opening the treasure chest. Let me open the, the D Live. Did you know that I can do treasure chests on D Live, even though I cannot accept lemons or diamonds or ice cream? Let's see what I have. Hopefully, I have something to give. I have nothing left to give. Oh yeah, I can give you four hundred lemons. Let me distribute this. 107 to make it even 400. Hang tight, guys. We are opening up the treasure chest on dlive.tv slash the Hague Report. Even though they demonetize this all. What a mess. It's funny. They still have Nick J. Fuentes on my side thing because I was following him. But then I go to it. It says, 
channel has been suspended. Back to home. Wow. Anyway, the treasure chest is opening. Oh, it was 300. Oops. Sorry, guys. Whatever. Oh, I gave 107, so you're only getting 300 lemons. I'll give you more tomorrow, maybe. Congrats to Based AF, America First, Mr. J, Brindle, Take Care Business Bear, and CEO of Based. Wow. The Based boss himself. Thank you. <laughs> but um, President Trump, positive. These liberals, negative. And it's like so female. They're acting like this is Ebola. People are all freaking out about not wearing a mask. We need to double mask. How can I give you my lemons, Hank? You can't. You can't. <laughs> Fauci's the highest paid employee in the federal government, according to Breitbart. Phony people. What a mess. By the way, President Trump endorsed Sarah Sanders. He's so pro-woman. <laughs> That's one of the things I don't agree with President Trump about. He endorsed, I mean, it's just classy. She worked for him. Of course he's going to endorse her. But Sarah, formerly Huckabee, right? Because she's the daughter of Mike Huckabee, the former governor of um, Arkansas, I think. Wow, he was the governor of Arkansas, just like Bill Clinton. Right? Wasn't Bill Clinton the governor of Arkansas? Ugh. Sarah Huckabee Sanders is running for governor of Arkansas. She's a mother. How old are her children? Doesn't she have like two or three children or more? Married woman? I don't even think that she should have, although she did a pretty good job. I liked her kind of no-nonsense going after the media, defense of President Trump. I like that. I think she's actually tougher than Mike Huckabee. Because Mike Huckabee, I don't think of, is very tough. By the way, that guy gained weight. Um, but, yes, Trump has endorsed Sarah Sanders for uh, governor of Arkansas. <sighs> Not looking up. We need men to stand up, right? Speaking of women... You remember that lady, Gabby Giffords? This is the last few minutes here. I'm going to try to run through the evil Biden things. Gabby Giffords says, 2021 goal is to push gun control via powerful platforms in Hollywood. This is not a decent woman, Gabby Giffords. Gabby Giffords is a, I think she was a female congressman from one of these states, like Arizona or somewhere. She was in a gathering of like six or, or so people, I want to say. And some white guy, young man... I use the term man loosely, walked up and shot him up. And she was shot in the head, and it was a long recovery. It was terrible. Everybody felt sorry for her. They were so happy for her when she recovered, but she became an even more radical anti-gun anti -gun nut case. Gabby Giffords. And because people feel sorry for her, they act like sh they should listen to her. It's kind of like listening to the parent of a child who was mass murdered in one of these mass murders, right, at schools, school shootings. Unless it's a pro-gun parent or a pro-gun son, right? These phony people. The Vatican, the, you know, the Catholic fake leadership, they're calling for unprecedented collective response to climate change. Wow, they're falling for that fake religion of climate change, too. Very faith-based. 
Biden wants to speed up the replacing of Andrew Jackson on the $20 bill with Harriet Tubman, the black woman who did the Underground Railroad to work for other white people. Alleged white people. <laughs> what a mess. Uh, Bi Joe Biden says America is safer when transgender Americans can serve openly. Yeah. And then he sends a post-9-11 anti-terrorist intelligence official after the white people. That's what I heard from the internet. Sleazy, messy people. Anyway, this has been the Hake Report, guys. It's getting warm. TheHakeReport.com for my stuff. JessieLeePeterson.com for Jesse Lee Peterson's stuff. Um, take care and have a good day. Bye.